Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul-level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. guest today on Song of the Soul is Jeremy Kettinger. Jeremy has a special relationship with music as a Christian DJ. He does weekly music radio shows with WRJF LP in Menominee and WHYS LP in Eau Claire. A member of the Jesus Fellowship of Believers in Menominee, Jeremy is an energetic and devoted disciple, father, and husband. Jeremy, welcome to Song of the Soul. I'm so happy we can finally get our schedules to match so that I can hear your Song of the Soul. Likewise. It's hard to figure out a handful of songs that really represent the soul and, and uh, that what grabs your soul, but this is my list for today. It's probably even harder for you because you know more music than most people. What's your history with music and with song and as a DJ? Musically, I've got a long experience with music ever since I can ever remember. Uh, I can remember looking at the speakers and kind of wonder and amazement at the sounds that were coming out. And long ago, it, it all sounded like magic. I had no idea how any of these sounds were produced. And now I know more because I've had experiences with being in punk rock bands and heavy metal bands when I was younger. And I was influenced by the uh, DJ culture early on through breakdancing and city culture like that. I've worked for a record store for five years when I was in high school. That introduced me to a considerable amount of music. I went on to open up my own record store, and I did that for four years. And I've worked in musical instrument shops and always, always had my hand in music of some sort. And right now my musical energies go towards the show that airs at Benominee on a church radio station and here in Eau Claire on WHYS. 
you mentioned being in a punk rock band and being into some pretty loud music. Is that still your taste? Uh, not so much. I mean, there's some certain things I'll hear and they'll take me right back and yeah, I can hear them. But it's not something I go seek out as much anymore. You go to concerts and that kind of thing pretty frequently these days? Oh, sure, yeah. I love going to see live music. I like to watch music as much as listen to it. We were at Cornerstone Music Festival in Bushnell, Illinois, and got a chance to spin records there. Actually, CDs now, but discotheque-type music at one of the events that they have down there called the Dance Barn. And that was a real joy to go to and meet a lot of my peers, people that I've corresponded via email with, actually to hear them play and then to have him hear me play. And then we even had a fellowship with chili. Me and my wife cooked up a big batch of chili and had a party at the camp out. It was good. You're heavily into religious music in general, what, what people would call religious music. When did you get into that? See, I got into that probably 2000, somewhere around there. Church I was going to started to develop a radio station, and I got in at the beginning of that to help develop this radio station. Being a church radio station, we decided we wanted to stick with Christian artists, and so that's where I got the taste for the Christian music scene. And I, I can remember when the Christian music community was pretty not my taste. There was just really not a lot of things that I enjoyed or grabbed me. But then through that station, I was able to find a huge body of work. And today with production being able to be made you know, on computers, in homes, very cheaply, there's a lot of artists out there in every genre and every, everywhere around the world. There's just more music happening right now than ever. And it's the same in the Christian music scene. Well, let's dive in on your music here. Jeremy, you picked out for number one, The Old Ship of Zion by the Five Blind Boys of Mississippi. When did this one come into your life, and what does it mean to you? Well, I'd have to say that this song, like if we were going to do this a year from now, the song of the soul, and I'd do some soul searching and try to find music that reached my soul. I'm pretty sure this would still be there. I'm thinking 50 years from now, this could still be there. These uh, guys are vocal singers with a little musical accompaniment, and they're blind men. And so their energies are channeled into their ears and their mouths, and they really can sing, and they sing right from the heart. This particular song was on an album that I'd gotten when I worked at the record store back in high school, and I was always searching for something new. Every day was going through the racks. This one, when I came to it, it really struck me. This song, as well as every song on the album, I can just play it over and over and over, just loop it. And there's been times in my life where this sound that they have, Five Blind Boys, really grabbed my, my soul. Uh, there was one time in particular I can remember where life was just horrible. Everything was wrong. Nothing was working. I was at my wit's end. And I can remember being in a car at 5 in the morning. The sun hadn't come up yet. And I was praying, kind of asking God why, you know, why am I at where I'm at and what's the point? And not in a very happy state of mind. And I played this song, and I can remember the uh, Northern Lights came out and they were from horizon to horizon, and they were coming just across the horizon in this, you'd have to be there kind of way. It was really magnificent, impossible looking. And it just sticks in my mind at this time that I was with God, and I was hanging out with the Five Blind Boys, and it was really a deep event for me. Were you deeply religious early on? Uh, I've had a, many plateaus, if maybe, maybe you could think of it as I've been at different levels, where I had different understandings, I guess is how I like to say it and different levels of maturity in my Christianity. 
the music is there. The music helps me look back at a lot of these different levels and say, oh, that's where I was, and now here's where I'm going. So yeah, a long time. I've been a believer for a long time. I can remember when I was a real young boy, praying in my bed at night, and just like my daughter and I do now, and she's only two and a half, and she prays at the drop of a hat, prays for everybody, and, and including herself. And I can remember being at that age And then, you know, in my teenage years, I can remember rebelling, just outright rebelling against all religion. Later on then, when I was about 19, I can remember really coming to that, that abyss feeling that, okay, I'm finishing up high school here and the future is this black, dark hole. What's next? And I can remember searching through the pages of the Bible and I found a lot of wisdom there and then walked with that for a while and then of course I went my own way again just this story of walking with God and walking away from him and learning when I'm away from him how much I do need him well let's listen to some inspiration from the five blind boys of Mississippi the song is Old Ship of Zion
do you worship now, Jeremy? I worship everywhere. There's no place that I would say this is where I worship. My car. The car is a convenient place. The front step in the house where I live, I like the front step a lot. and Just wherever and whenever, drop of a hat is where I like to worship. Do you share a fellowship with any particular religious group? Yeah, I'm a part of a Bible-believing church that uh, takes the Bible face value. Our distinctive is that we search through the Bible verse by verse and chapter by chapter. Every week we generally cover a chapter in the Old Testament and a chapter in the New Testament. We've got a great bunch of people that I hang out with couple times a week that I can get together with and, and be real open and honest. You can drop the barriers that you have, that you kind of have walls around you. You can drop those. And I've got a great group of people where if my tire goes flat at three in the morning, I give them a call and they'll fight each other to who's going to come and help me and vice versa. The Jesus Fellowship of Believers in Menominee, they're an offshoot of Calvary Chapel Ministries from California, West Coast. Well, let's go on to your second song, Now I Can See. I guess that implies that at some time you couldn't see. Why this song? Right, right, right. right. It's kind of like the uh, that song Amazing Grace. I was blind, but now I can see. This artist, Kenny Bobbin, I had a hard time figuring out what I wanted to play by him because everything he touches is gold for me. It's just a simple song of acknowledging that God's love is so great and that God pulled him and God has pulled me from that muck from the mud, even without any merits on our part, that I didn't do anything. It's just a gift. God has pulled me out of the mud. There's a particular lyric in the song, when I wake up in the morning and I'm grateful for the love you've given to me. I think that sums up the song pretty well. When did this song come into your life, or when did it grab you is what I'm really wondering about. This, as well as a few of the tracks on this list, came to me when working on my radio show, looking for new material surfing the internet the internet's an incredible place to find music that's in these more obscure genres and i was working third shift at a walmart you know with the stock driving the forklift in the back room that kind of thing i would say this song as well as a few others on this list really came in helpful working third shift because if you've ever worked third shift it can be a real lonely kind of a place that takes you out of your place because i don't think people were meant to work in the middle of the night so that's where these came from And working for Walmart, that's kind of like working in darkness itself, isn't it? I have a lot of problems with the attitudes towards employees and attitudes towards goods that they have there. Was that a part of the struggle for you? The whole world is like that. The whole world is people just trying to make money and trying to get their own thing, you know. Yeah, if Walmart's anything, you know, Walmart is a big mega corporation for sure. I would play this song on a stereo that we had. Somebody had brought in their radio just crank it up, and I'm sure that people in charge, the CEOs, had no idea that I was rocking out to gospel house music in the back room of Walmart and that that was keeping me going, keeping me sane. Tell me about gospel house music. The term's new to me. It's just a subgenre. Today, There's every style of music has just a ton of different subgenres. This particular sound comes from, you know, the roots trace back to the 70s discotheque, where the DJs would take the funky dance records and blend them together. And then over time, lots of different genres came out from that. This style is called Gospel House. The word house music comes from the warehouse. It was a club that people were intrigued by the sound. They liked it, and they said, where's that from? They said, it's the warehouse, and it got shortened up to be called house music. And variations, more generations down the road, it became those gospel house because of the obvious gospel influence, both in gospel content and in the gospel sound, kind of gospel music but to a dance beat. Well, let's tune into some music to rock Walmart back when Jeremy was working there. 
Now I Can See by Kenny Bobbin. I was wondering, Jeremy, are you into kind of classic soul or classic gospel-type music, the good old days, too? Absolutely, which segues to this next guy really good. This is Roy Davis Jr. that we'll be checking out next. He sounds in so many ways like Curtis Mayfield and the impressions, but of course with that house music beat to it. I almost put some of the Curtis Mayfield stuff on the list. I guess Roy Davis Jr. is going to have to do the representing for that soulful sound. This song here, Closer to You, has this really funky element. It's a fusion of there's congas and bongo drums, uh, along with guitars and string sounds. And then on top of it, his singing is kind of a, a poetry slam style, semi-spoken, semi-sung question to God, and how can I get closer to you? Unsaid, the answer is he can't get closer to him. God gets closer to him. It's a pretty deep cut. I really like this one. 
I was wondering what the structure is of the Jesus Fellowship of Believers in Menominee. Is it a typical, you've got a minister and a choir and all that kind of thing? Are they configured like a regular church, or are they more uh, house-based, if you will? The history of, of our group of believers, you know, a couple hundred people that come on a Sunday, is that 10 years ago or so, I don't know the exact date, but a pastor came from California, and he felt called to be out here, and he really... He struggled for a few years where he just met in a hotel conference room. Some people would come, some people would go, and then they moved into a storefront. The typical stigma of a storefront church is a little off the wall. In the Midwest, anyways, people expect some stained glass and some brick architecture, that type of stuff. They expect the vestments and the whole jazz, but we don't have any of that. The church is meeting in a storefront, and eventually a church with brick and stained glass and all that actually became the perfect option just because of price and location. God smiled and gave a deal on this location we're at now. It has just grown. It's a Bible-based church where they search through the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse, try to make the faith a living faith, not just a Sunday faith, but throughout the week, every day, morning and night, living real practical faith. I'm going to display some of my prejudice here. I've had the sensation sometime that a number of people consider themselves to be biblically based. Chop out a lot of verses themselves. A Sermon on the Mount for some people just seems to get tossed out. What's your experience of that in this and other churches? Oh, I believe that's totally a true observation. Most people, they like to wave the Bible, and you'll see the preachers will be thumping the Bible and pounding the pulpit with the Bible, and but they don't actually open it up and study it verse by verse, chapter by chapter, taking it for face value, checking it with itself. You know, for instance, there's a passage over here that relates to a passage over there and correlating it. Oftentimes people will take a simple verse from the Bible and they'll expound a whole new doctrine out of it that has nothing to do with the rest of the context of the chapter or the book that it's in well before i lose the song let's listen to closer to you by roy davis jr closer to you Thank you. 
to me, Jeremy, that you're going to be on stage in Michigan, and I, right away I was just wondering, were you going to be singing some of those blues? Well, actually, no, I'm not much of a singer at all. I uh, try to keep that to just around the house, but there's an event coming up I'm really excited about, August 25th, 26th, 27th. It's a Christian music festival with the focus being DJ culture, the discotheque DJ style. And it's going to be really neat. I was happy to find out that a bunch of people that are actually on this list are going to be playing in the same festival the next artist here, Don Tallman, is one of them, I believe, as well as Roy Davis Jr. and Kenny Bobbin, the two previous songs we just talked about. So that's exciting that people that I feature on my radio show and people that I just play in my car are going to be at the same festival. Well, tell me about the next one you chose, which is by Don Tallman. This one is just a floor stomper. This one it has got just a pounding beat and a lot of high energy. It's got all of that, and a lot of songs have that, but it also has just the praise to God. The idea is that she goes through all the reasons why that you know he's so great, and that's why they call it "You Are Why." You are why. Well, let's tune and listen to Don Tallman. You are why.
I just have to ask you, Jeremy, are you a dancer too, as well as a disc spinner? I actually am not. And when people find that out, they're either surprised or disgusted. A lot of the DJs think you need to dance if you play dance music. But I don't. I just really enjoy the music. I'm more of a mental guy. So the next one you chose is Yes, Lord, and it's by Kurt Likes. I'm all into affirmation. What are you saying Yes, Lord about? This one I would check out the lyrics deeply if you can when it's playing. I don't know them verbatim. But the idea is that he's at the end of his rope. Things aren't working out. He stops and contemplates and, and finds out that the reason that things aren't working is because he's not doing it the way God wants him to do it, that he's not conforming his will to God's will. He's trying to conform God's will to his will. And God's immovable. And so when we go against God, uh, it's kind of like you're bruising yourself against rocks. It doesn't, doesn't do you any good. So it's a good song about a, a guy who's at the end of himself. And I've been there for sure. I guess that's another twist on the rock of ages. You can bash your head against it or you can go with the flow. Let's listen to Kurt Likes as he sings Yes, Lord. Thank you. 
Jeremy, do you still go through periods when you try and say, no, Lord, when you start doing that with your life? Are there ways that you see in your life that you're doing that right now even? I think everybody goes their own way. For me, I know I'm going my own way rather than the Lord's way is when things, they uh, vex my soul. When things start to grieve me inside, I just know that I'm on the wrong path. Whenever I get to that point in life, I always have to stop and go, okay, where did I lose that feeling? You know the game of hot and cold. When somebody calls out and says, you're getting warmer, you're getting colder. Well, if I've got that cold feeling, I have to stop and retrace my steps and go back to where I was, go from there. Speaking of getting warmer, we're coming now to Hiya Love by Kenny Bobbin again. The way it's written, it looks like, hi, how are you, love? But I think actually it's got a different meaning. Yeah, it's higher. It's spelled Hiya, but it's higher, love. This is the one of the songs on the list where the instrumentation and the vocals meeting together are powerful. It's not just the lyrics, though the lyrics are important, but I really enjoy the string sounds on the song, and it's a little more lush and produced than a lot of Kenny Bobbin's work. Is this the kind of music they might play or sing or whatever at the church that you go to? No, this we have a totally different sound than this. I don't know of any churches that would feature this type of sound. Most of this would be played in nightclubs, in a party situation. But I would like to find that church that would play this sound. What kind of music do you share at your current fellowship? We have a congregational singing style where, uh, you know, songs that are that lend themselves to being sung by a congregation of people, a group of people. Right now, on like a Sunday, there's nine or ten person ensemble, drums, some guitars, violins, keys, that sort of stuff, bass. And most of the songs are contemporaries from like the last 15 years or so. Sometimes we throw in a classic, like a souped-up, jazzed-up old song. But generally, they're West Coast worship songs, praise and worship songs. But they're sung and played in a style that's definitely unique, a little more, I don't even know what the word is, less cheesy than a lot of churchy music. Let's listen to Hiya Love by Kenny Bobbin. Yeah. Yeah. 
go on here. Tell me about the next song by Connie Harvey. This one I, I like because it's got this really funky sound, really big, kind of like the Don Tallman song, The Floor Stomper. It's just as simple as the title of the song, Thank You, Lord, for everything I've got, everything I have. I think just the song, that one speaks for itself pretty good. When what you have is suffering, a lot of people find it a lot harder to be thankful for that right now. Daily, the news is talking about what's happening in Iraq and what's happening between Israel and Lebanon right now. What do you do with that? Where's God in that? Let's ask you a big question. Solve all the problems in the universe right now. And particularly what I'm asking, of course, is what's your experience during those times when you see those things that cause you to despair about all your brothers and sisters on this planet? It's neat. I have to take care of my children. i got two kids. And they don't understand why things don't work out the way they do. You know, like, for instance, my son, he likes to bang his head on things. He's seven months old right now, and he's got more ambition than he actually has skill. And so he reaches for something, and it falls on him, and he cries. And, you know, that's real suffering. He's, he doesn't have any idea why it hurts, but someday he's going to be a man, and he's going to be grown up and have wisdom, and things are going to make more sense to him. And I think that's with us today is is we live our lives and nothing ever really works out right here on planet earth i mean like i had a tooth pulled just the other day it's like why did that tooth have to rot why couldn't i just stay forever i can have a good teeth and i can chew on all kinds of hard things and it's not a problem but nothing in this world is perfect nothing in this world is ever going to last forever everything rusts people steal what you have or things just get corrupted somehow everything's falling apart And I think that's just a part of the human experience that we have to go through to gain spiritual wisdom. And for myself, I'd say that it's part of deep wisdom when you can see all those things and still say, thank you, Lord, because there's a gift at the bottom of every gray cloud, if you will. Absolutely. I've had times in my life where things definitely weren't working out at all. At one point in my life, uh, for all intents and purposes, I was a homeless bum. That was a result of not going God's way, not doing his plan, but chasing my own dreams. All I can say is I learned a lot in those nine months. I learned so many things about what's important and what's not important. The Bible tells us that hard times work inside of us to change us, to give us more faith, and to knock off the rough edges and develop our character and to give us wisdom. Let's listen to some inspiration for that. It's some high-energy stuff by Connie Harvey called Thank You, Lord.
Now, Jeremy, let's move on back to another one of your favorites, a soulful guy, Roy Davis Jr. What's the next one you picked by him? This one's called Heavenly Father. I would call it a worship song, a most definitely worship song, because he's he's speaking to God. You know, there's two ways, two different types of religious songs in my experience, praise songs and worship songs. And praise would be, you know, I'm telling Mark about God and how great he is. That'd be a praise song. And this one's a worship song. This is, you know from the artist to God, and he's directly worshiping God. And I really, really like this one. Again, this one has the lyrics, and it also has the orchestration that matches so well with the lyrics. I happen to know your wife, and Heather, at least part of the time when she was growing up, was raised Quaker in Quaker circles. Is there room in the church that you go to now for that kind of silent worship that Quakers do where you just sit and be still and know that I am God? Does that happen in the church you go to? Yeah, I don't know much about the Quaker way of it, but if it's as simple as you just described it, it most definitely is encouraged to just to listen. A lot of times our prayers, we're asking, you know, like I've got a daughter, bless her, she's so beautiful, but she's gotten into the habit now of chanting, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. And it would be better for her if she would not talk and just pay attention to what I'm doing, and then she's going to be blessed because, you know, I'm her father, I love her. And I always do something to bless her. But if she starts to chant ice cream, she might end up in a room. And she's not going to get ice cream. And I think God's the same way with us. He doesn't want bratty children. And I think he wants contemplative children. Uh, With that in mind, let's listen to Roy Davis Jr. again. He's singing here, Heavenly Father.
I looked at the name of the next song, Jeremy, and I had trouble with the name. It's called Spread Love, and I was thinking cheese spread. I was thinking all kinds of things. The name hits me kind of strange. What's it about? Face value right there is spreading love, just like Cheese Whiz. Take that love that you have that God has given you and just let it flow all over everybody. Our love should be a result of our faith, and that love should be an action love, not a hugs and kisses kind of love, just a nebulous, abstract thing, but a concrete love, as in an action where you do things that are loving actions, taking care of people, your neighbors and strangers. That's simple. We need to take our faith and turn it into love and share with other people. Can you give me some concrete examples of how your faith has inspired you to spread love? I mean, one of the ways you do it, I think, is by the music that you share in your radio programs. What other ways might come into your life over the past month or two? One thing that's real simple is just giving an ear sometimes, just to listen to people, you know, listen to coworkers and, and friends and even strangers as they tell you about their trials and then having the right word of wisdom to give them or the right silence to give them just to listen been involved in jail and prison ministry now for five or six years. It's a weekly commitment. You don't miss that one. You go to that one because you've committed to it. There you talk to people that are pretty much forgotten about, people don't really care about, people that are in jail, even family members of people that are in jail very often just forget about their family members that are incarcerated. And so going to see the people that are unwanted with a loving, open heart. Thank you for doing those kind of things. The world does need that. Let's listen here. It's it's actually by Chris Dawkins. It's called Spread Love.
Earlier on, Jeremy, we were talking about classics, and you were wondering if you should reach as far back as Curtis Mayfield. And I look at your last song, and I said, okay, you managed to reach a little bit further back. Johnny Cash, he goes way back. He's roots for an awful lot of important music. The Man Comes Around. I don't know if this song of his I know. What's it about? This one's about God and the end times, the judgment that awaits every person that lives. It's kind of a heavy way to, to end my list, but I think that this song represents an aspect that's important for me in my walk with God, is that he actually is God, that he's the all-knowing, all-powerful, all-seeing God, and I can't mess with him. A healthy respect for God is what this song represents for me. You know, in the book of Job, Job's kind of facing off with God, talking to the whirlwind and all that, and Job says... You know, you're not living up to your standards. You're not being just and everything. And God says, shut up, I'm the man. You weren't around when everything was formed and so on. Do you end up having that struggle with God yourself, that when he's the man and says, like, what about justice here, God? I mentioned earlier in the interview here about my son and my daughter, and I see so many parallels in my relationship with them versus my relationship with God Almighty, is that I've got wisdom and I've got understanding and I've got strength. And so I direct my children, and I want the best for them. And they need to respect me because they're not smart enough to do anything at this point. My youngest child likes to gravitate to the most dangerous thing that he can find. He loves outlets. He wants to stick his fingers in outlets, and he wants to chew on the outlets and chew on the power cords and pull things down on him. He seems sometimes to be hell-bent on hurting himself because he's only seven months old. That's how much wisdom he has. And I think that parallel relationship occurs with us and the Father in heaven, that he's got wisdom. He knows what's right. He knows what's best. And he's powerful. And he will do whatever it takes to keep me from going down the wrong road. And there's been definitely times in my life where I've gone down the wrong path. And I reap what I sow. You know, if you do foolish things, foolish things happen that are a result of that. And so I definitely have found myself questioning God, like Job would question God and God wins. Well, I guess this next song is kind of about God winning, too. The Man Comes Around, it's by Johnny Cash. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. There's a man going round taking names And he decides who to free and who to blame Everybody won't be treated all the same There'll be a golden ladder reaching down When the man comes around The hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup will you partake of that last offered cup or disappear into the potter's ground when the man comes around hear the trumpets hear the pipers one hundred million angels singing Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum 
Voices calling, voices crying Some are born and some are dying It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree The virgins are all trimming their wicks The whirlwind is in the thorn tree It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks Till Armageddon, no shalom, no shalom Then the father hen will call his chickens home The wise men will bow down before the throne And at his feet they'll cast their golden crowns When the man comes around Whoever is unjust, let him be unjust still Whoever is righteous, let him be righteous still Whoever is filthy, let him be filthy still Listen to the words long written down When the man comes around Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers One hundred million angels singing Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum Voices calling, voices crying Some are born and some are dying It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree The virgins are all trimming their wicks The whirlwind is in the thorn tree It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks In measured a hundredweight and penny pound When the man comes around Wow, Jeremy, we've covered a lot of ground. You made me chop this music down, too. You as a DJ are used to chopping it up a lot. Sometimes my heart bleeds when I have to cut off part of a song. You've got plans to be on stage in Michigan very soon, a couple shows that you do. How do you have time for a wife and a life? Uh, I have a very busy life right now, and I look back, and it's interesting because there was a time in my life where I would just pretty much a pothead, just do nothing, totally consumed with myself and depressed because nothing was, seemed to be going anywhere. It was just a deadbeat kind of spiritually, and now my week is full from beginning to end. I guess I just get my strength from actually doing stuff, the more stuff I do for others, and I get less strength the more I try to hold it to myself. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to squeeze this into your really busy schedule. Please take my love and blessings back to your wife and kids. Thank you very much. You've been listening to an interview with Jeremy Kattinger of Menominee. You can hear this program again via my website, northernspiritradio.org, and you can find a list of the music and other links on the website as well. 
Song of the Soul is produced by Mark Helpsmeet. If you'd like to share your Song of the Soul with the listeners of WHYS-FM Radio, please contact me via my email address, helpsmeet at usa.net. And please join me Sundays at 11 a.m. for Song of the Soul. You can